Hello and welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Canada's Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm Melanie Ramey and I'll be the moderator for this session when we'll be speaking with Dave Handowski, who is a candidate for the Madison Common Council District 1. And maybe, Mr. Handowski, you'll begin by telling us about yourself and uh, what in your experience and so forth you think um, qualifies you to run for the Common Council. Okay, thank you. Uh, well, first, thank you to the League of Women Voters and to Melanie for having me here today. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, my experience has been I'm a current uh, business professional with 30 years' experience in uh, both IT infrastructure and in uh, uh, operations. Um, I have a Bachelor's of Business Administration uh, through the University of Texas at San Antonio. Um, for the past five years, I've served either on the board of our homeowners association uh, in the capacity of president, um, I am the co-founder of the Madison West Neighborhood Association, so uh, that's newly formed last year. So we've been very busy getting ourselves up and running for that. Um, I have been a youth coach uh, for approximately 10 years through various sports in uh, my community. Um, I've been a uh, Boy Scout leader and volunteer and have run one of their fundraisers for about five years. And uh, for the past years, uh, we have been a foster dog family, so we have been fostering dogs. Um, and my business experience has really taught me that uh, details matter. Um, and making decisions on behalf of businesses and for people, uh, whether I work for them or whether they work for me, um, is very important. And making sure that you understand the details thoroughly and you understand the issues thoroughly um, are critical to uh, making both of those a, su a success. You know, maybe you could tell us where District 1 is in case some of the viewers aren't real sure if they may live in that district. Okay. Yeah. Um, district 1 is on the west-southwest side of Madison. And basically, it borders High Point Road and covers neighborhoods like High Point Estates, Valhalla, Valley Ridge, um, Highland Valley, Hawks Landing, uh, Midtown Commons, um, and a few uh, areas south of Midtown Commons as well, like Hawks Creek, Mill Creek, and Stonecrest. So it's a, very, it's, a, it's a very large district in a very interesting shape. So. Um, you know, when you think about coming on the Common Council, what is the one issue that you think is really most important as a whole that the council needs to address? Um, it's public safety. Um, and, and dealing with uh, and talking to many residents in the neighborhood, um, I think everybody has been uh, uh, very disappointed, I think, in the actions of Common Council with regard to our men and women in, in uniform, primarily the police. Um, we see that there's a disconnect uh, in Common Council, not just between the mayor and council, but between council and people. And I think that uh, people would like to see uh, more leadership from Common Council. Um, public safety is something that you can support, yet still be somewhat critical of. Um, you can support and be critical of the mayor. I hope people are supportive and critical of me in office. I think that's how we become better people and how we make better decisions. And unfortunately, I see this as just, uh, it's always either or. And I think that there's a good balance that can be struck in how we approach public safety in general. And I am a firm supporter of our Madison police. Um, and for your particular district, other than the public safety issue, are there any issues that are pretty peculiar maybe to District 1? Uh, yes. Um, currently, uh, we are in the process of updating our neighborhood development plan. Um, I am the chair, resident chair of, a, of an ad hoc committee um, that's working on residents' behalf in order to take a look at our neighborhood development plan. And what that really encompasses is, you know, not only a combination of uh, what's happening with road infrastructure or not, um, how is the area going to continue to grow, not just now, but through the next 20 years? 
And uh, we have some concerns about how that's being done. Uh, we've worked with the Planning Commission. I've presented there several times. And just trying to make sure that um, developments are going to fit the continuity of the neighborhood, um, that uh, uh, people are listening to what the neighbors are saying about how they want to grow, what they value in their neighborhood. There's some concerns about things that uh, potentially might be taken away or destroyed um, in, in, uh, uh, in trying to advance the neighborhood plan. So we've been trying to be very meticulous and very uh, diligent in how we want to work with the city and, and do this smartly because we know that development is required for growth. Successful cities grow. Um, the city can certainly use revenue. So we just want to make sure that this is done in, a, in an orderly and, and a, in a proper fashion. Are there one or two policy issues that you feel you have a particular strength in or maybe that you would like to gain more knowledge about uh, as you would move into this job? Oh, absolutely. Um, one of the things in, in working with the Neighborhood Development Plan and speaking to not only architects but developers, um, one area that I would like to work on is um, we've sort of met the enemy and he is us when it comes to affordable housing. Um, I, the, the processes to go through the approvals and final approvals for developments, um, the, the codes and ordinances that Madison have seem to be um, stressing businesses significantly. And, and it adds uh, uh, quite a bit to the cost of housing. So when we take a look at what those burdens are on the, the entire concept of affordable housing, there's a piece that Madison owns and is responsible for, and we should be doing everything we can to make uh, those processes as streamlined and as efficient and as inexpensive as possible so that residents can basically see, uh, see the benefit of that. What is your, are your ideas about the balance between the Common Council and the Mayor's Office? Um, it should be contentious at times. I think, again, getting back to what I mentioned as far as you, you can be supportive and critical at the same time. Um, I, I think uh, the one area that kind of as a reference that there is a little bit of disconnect is I, I really would like to see um, more leadership and um, more communication about the overall support of our police department. I, I think that that has contributed significantly to the friction, uh, not just in council, uh, but into the neighborhoods as well. Uh, again, I think there's a, a fair and equitable balance between being critical of things and, and challenging the status quo and the way things go. And I think just the lack of communication on everybody's behalf has made that a little bit more difficult in the district and in the city. Well, how do you see uh, or what do you think of ways that the Common Council can work with other units of government in not only in the city but the county and the, and the state and so forth? What, oh, so absolutely. Even when, it, uh, when you think about affordable housing. You know, I talk about the cost side of the equation, and I think there's the other side of the equation on, uh, and how do you work on bringing more income in, especially today when there's a, you know, such a significant delta in, in the racial and economic disparity. Um, how, do we, how do we work on that? How do we fix that? We do that through economic development. We bring that through working with the county, with the state, and with co you know, national companies to bring jobs to Madison that are higher paying wages. Um, and through that, we can hopefully begin to, you know, create a, a, a good employment curve that people know not only have good uh, first, first jobs, but they have second jobs and third jobs. And you do that in such a way that people can stay in Madison and they don't have to leave the city um, to find uh, good, affordable housing. So we try to wrap that with TIF policy, with economic development policy, with how we approach tax credits. 
So um, hopefully, um, through both working the cost side of the equation and how we want to bring in economic development and, and make people more prosperous and, and through wealth, um, try to solve some of those disparity issues. Um, what do you think you would say maybe are like two of your personal qualities that make you sort of uniquely qualified to be on the council? Oh, well, hopefully through my community service and uh, uh, being a parent um, and, a, and a husband, um, you, you learn a lot of lessons, um, and, and a lot of those, I think, are very applicable to life in general. Um, so I think just uh, being a, a community volunteer, whether it's been coaching or running fundraisers or working in our neighborhood association or a homeowners association, I, I think you get a vision of how the, the city works, um, how the, the the social factors and, and any sort of family dynamic uh, work, how schools integrate with that, how the community integrates with that. Um, and, and being in my roles, I've kind of seen how that works. And then I try to map that to my business experience and how you have to process information and how you have to look at the details and how those matter and, and looking at the economic factors and how to be able to build a story and, you know, and create a good story that will attract you know, a, a business or help you in a decision. So when I think about both of those, I try to balance the two between it being, you know, sort of, you know, numbers and decision making and the value of that decision and what that really means to people and what that means to the area and try to map that up to the social part. So, well, how does all that need to fit together in order to really make a successful community? You know, the Common Council has a lot of committees, I'm sure you're aware of. And I'm yeah. just curious, have you thought of ones that you might think your expertise would be particularly useful. Oh, absolutely, and, and um, I kind of look at it both short and long range. Um, I would love to be on the Economic Development Committee, uh, the Plan Commission, the Long-Term long Transportation Committee, because again, it shows you know, how you are trying to map toward a goal. A lot of the information that I've seen and I've read has been written years ago, and I take a look at where we are today versus those plans, and I, I think there's a little frustration that we aren't making more progress. Um, so I'd like to be on those types of committees just to be able to help with the, you know, how do you bring jobs? How do you make the housing more affordable? And, and trying to find the committee slots that would work to that uh, would do well. Um, and given my, uh, uh, my support of Madison Police, I'd like to be on the public, uh, the public service committee um, just to help round things out. And uh, the Board of Estimates, because a lot of this has to do with budgets. And in order to make all this happen, you have to have some fiscal responsibility. And our growing budget on a year-to-year -year basis and, our, and what we pay to our annual debt service is not making um, investment into those critical areas of Madison really available. So I'd like to work on that, too. Um, well, we've discussed quite a few issues, and maybe you would like to sum up by telling voters why they should vote for you for District 1 Common Council. Okay, thank you. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, the League of Women Voters and Melanie for having me here today. It's been a pleasure. Um, I would like to bring, um, I think, a lot of my community service and what I've done in my community for the last several years, along with my business experience, um, to Common Council. I would be honored to serve um, in my district and on behalf of the City of Madison, and I would ask you for your vote on April 4th. Thank you very much, Mr. Handowski, and I want to thank you for being here today and also to thank the viewers and be sure that you're ready to vote on April 4th. And on behalf of Madison City Channel and the Dane County League of Women Voters, we thank you for watching.